I have been contractually obligated to read this statement. The following podcast contains opinions that are not shared by the Zonecasts Network or Ozone Entertainment. Also, this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes, and none of the arguments should be taken seriously. However, these takes are very real, because I am a monster. This week on The Takes Bakery, our good old friend, our best buddy in the world, Oscar, has a particularly bad take where no man has ever gone before. Well, he's not me, he's a monster. He believes, Didn't it change it to no one? Again, why is there ghosts around here? I don't understand where these voices are coming from. Anyway, did you know that he feels that the original series of Star Trek is awful? And we'll figure out why on this episode of The Takes Bakery. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Takes Bakery. It's a podcast that is my personal hell, and my good friend Oscar here finds so much joy in torturing me. Hey, Owen. Hi, hi, Oscar. Can I? I want to already say that you got you got the premise of the episode wrong. And what's and what's that? I don't think original series of Star Trek is awful. I just don't think it's that great. That's you know, it's about the same opinion, really. I I want to make this clear because Star Trek fans are something special. What? No, no you're thinking of, of Star Wars fans. They they're the ones that hate women, and you know. I'm not saying they hate women. I'm I'm like Star Trek fans are better than Star Wars fans, but they're also way more intense. Well, there's not there, there's no hmm. Star Wars religion. I mean, there. Yes, there is. There's Jedi, but like, yes, they people, have churches. They do have churches. You but, know, but there, Oscar, been, there there aren't two movies about Star Wars fans. That's fair, but you did say the word intense, did you not? Yes. You say that the Star the Star Trek fans are intense. Well, that that's that's a funny way of phrasing it because. I don't have the intensity to handle this topic because I happen to know someone who is very passionate about Star Trek, and I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna actually tag. I'm gonna give them a tag and tag them in. So, uh, John, get over here. Here, tag. Wait, what? You're in. What? What? What is this? What's going on here? This is this is a podcast where Oscar says terrible things and then you get mad at him. Oh, oh. I'd rather not. No, no, it's it's not that one because we have other people in that one. This is just a what? No, it's not, it's not that one either. You're banned from that show. <laughs> so, John, you're you're gonna talk to Oscar about the uh, Star Trek, and I'm I'm just gonna go uh, sit in the corner until you tag me back in. So, uh, have fun, Oscar. Hey, John. Don't think of me as someone who's here to pass judgment on your most likely incorrect opinions. Think of me more here as a therapist, just here to talk to you about how you feel and see if we can figure out where the root of all this madness comes from. You know what I mean? I can tell you where the root of it all comes I can tell you where the root of my feelings about the original series comes from. Well, okay. First, let's, let's ask a... Let's start with a basic question here. 
Would you consider yourself a Trekkie or a Trekker? I'm definitely not a Trekkie. What's a Trekker? Basically a, a Trekkie, but you don't suck. How do you classify just a like Star Trek? You know? Uh, you like Star Trek. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm super intense on on like <coughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't go to a Trekkie convention. Yeah, fair. I can't quote I can't quote like Star Trek and tell you what the episode code is and like I just know I like Star Trek. The thing is, though, with Star Trek is that there are many much Star Trek, and they are all pretty different. Is the thing? Yeah. So, do you want me to? So, do you want to start this off? Do you want me to rank the series? Yeah. That actually, that seems like a great place to begin. Next generation. You know what? Fair. Deep Space Nine. Again, fair. Voyager. Uh, okay. The original series. Mm, Enterprise Discovery. Really? Yeah, Discovery's fucking bad. I I I'm pretty in Discovery, I'm not gonna lie. Discovery's the Discovery's the dark gritty reboot that no one wanted. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I think I'm I kinda into it. I like their I like their different style that they're going for. But you know, it, this isn't a podcast about Discovery. In fact, I also haven't finished that season, so I probably shouldn't really be talking about it. Anyhow Can I just ask you a question about Discovery real quick? Yeah. If Discovery is a prequel to the original series, yes, it is. why do they have technology that is so much more advanced? Because I mean, I feel like the implication is that, like, this technology totally existed in the original series. It's just, yo, dog. I don't know if you know this, but they didn't have a lot of money to make that original series. <coughs> they I'll, did what they could. I'll, but to that point, though, I it's been a while since I've seen it, but as far as I remember, Enterprise kept pretty consistent with making the technology similar to that of the original series. Now, Enterprise sucked. Enterprise does suck. <laughs> but I'll give it that. Enterprise is also, though, the thing was, I feel like, because wasn't Enterprise, like, a much uh, further back prequel than, um, than Discovery is, in the sense that I think it's like, <coughs> 40 or 50 years in the past where to, as opposed to like discoveries like 15 or 10 or whatever it is. Like, I thought discovery was way before even enterprise. I thought chronologically discovery is the first one. No, I think enterprise is still the first. And then like discovery is right before the, the first two, the original series. I mean, enterprise is technically set during the next generation and it's just a holodeck adventure. Oh, God, I forgot about that shit. Fuck Enterprise. <laughs> oh, no, I, I said I wasn't going to get you here. I wasn't going to get you. No, no. Fuck Enterprise and fuck Scott Bakula. <laughs> there I said it. I'm glad we can agree on some Star Trek stuff. Yeah, no, this. there's definitely a lot to agree on here. And like, I completely understand, like, because I'm assuming that you saw uh, Next Generation first. I actually saw original series first. Okay, so... Both, all right, of the, well, both of those shows ended long before I was born. 
It's true. It's true. But I mean, I think Voyager ended before I was born. Mm, no, no. Did Voyager, Voyager ended in the early two thousands? Really? It went that late? Fuck. Yeah, man. Voyager got a lot of seasons based on nothing, but the UPN did not have a lot of shows. Yeah, fair enough. But anyhow, let's get to the root of your opinions on the original series here. <coughs> um, I it's don't got, think... Let me just throw some things out there. It's got William Shatner, and he's fucking badass. Uh, William Shatner is at the core of my reason of why I hate the original series. Oh, Jesus. I think William Shatner's acting is sub-B-movie. Yeah, and? William Shatner is a terrible actor, and he makes that show unwatchable for me. I feel like you are... Leonard Nimoy is not great either. In that show. For the longest time, I thought I hated Star Trek because I'd only ever seen original series. These might be fighting words if I'm being honest. Okay, let... Okay, control group, control group. Opinions on Dr. McCoy. Yeah, he's cool. Okay, we I can we can have a reasonable conversation here. Uh, this is this is good. We're, we're starting on a good baseline here. I, I appreciate this. I respect the original series. I understand the importance of the original series. Um, but I I just don't think it's I. I think maybe I will fully concede to the fact that I am very young and original series has aged like milk. So here's the case I will make for the original series. And again, you know, this is like, clearly I'm not that much older. Like, okay, I am like 10 years older than you, but regardless, um, (laughs) I'm not... Look, man, that series ended, like, fucking 20-plus years before I was born, okay? So, you know, clearly, like, fucking TNG literally started, like, when I was alive. So, you know, I clearly, it's not like I'm sitting here being like, oh, man, I am this, like, classic big fan here. You know, I got into this shit because of my stepdad, who, like, is okay with TNG. He likes it, but, like, you know... TOS is the shit he grew up with. It's the stuff that he loves, and it's the stuff that he really imparted on me. Mm-hmm. All that said, you know, but laying out my biases here, here are the things that I truly appreciate and th- will make the case for the original series. I understand where you're coming from on it is a very cheesy show. It being cheap, it being, like having just basically zero budget and having weird, goofy things like, here's this alien, which is, we took a dog and we put, like, a bunch of weird fur and, like, fake horns on it. Isn't that cool? (laughs) There is some dumb shit in that. And, like, they lean into it 
in a weird way. I think part of that is a product of what it is. And I think that part of it, why it is that is why it works. Uh, let me explain because I'm, I know that I've just said a bunch of fucking jumble of words there that doesn't really make sense. Um, so you have to look at TOS and the, the era it comes out, out of, you know, it's the mid 1960s. It's during, you know, we've had the civil rights movement. We've had all of, you know, we're in the middle of the cold war, which has had the Cuban missile crisis, not like five years earlier. Um, the expansion of color television and just kind of the, the general vibe of things. Remember that this is also a, a contemporaneous show of this is, and, uh, here's a good question as a nice little tangent. And I know Owen, who's hiding in the background here might want to chime in because I know he has strong opinions on this. Oscar, what is your opinion of the 1960s Batman television series starring Adam West? I have never seen it. Okay. Well. It's fucking amazing. It's also the cheesiest fucking thing ever. It is just completely batshit bonkers and ridiculous. It is campy as all fuck. It is a technicolor nightmare, like, of a weird askew camera angles and, like, Batman doing dances in nightclubs and, like, giving PSAs to Robin about not drinking underage. Now, to that point, then, I've never seen... So I've never seen the Adam West Batman, but I did like... I did like Batman and Robin. Hmm. And what is it about Batman and Robin that you enjoy, specifically? It's fun. I I saw Batman and Robin after I saw the Dark Knight trilogy and the Dark mm-hmm. Knight trilogy I hated because it's just like this is this is just unnecessarily gritty and dark. I needed this release of fun. It's almost like you would subscribe to the Joel Schumacher quote of they're not called tragedy books. They're comic books. That's actually a really good quote. I don't. I I agree with that. I, I fucked up that quote completely. By the way, but, it, I, but I, I get the like in, I get the intention. Yeah. But nonetheless, I think so that this is a good. I'll mm-hmm. say this: There's a reason why I did correct Owen right at the beginning. It's like I don't think original series is awful, as he said. I just don't think it's that great. Yeah, and, and hear and hear me out here. That I, I again, I understand that perspective, uh, but I also think that you touched on something very important with that Batman and Robin comment. Of yeah, that is a fuck awful, stupid ass, terrible movie where it's just like completely ridiculous. But it's also very fun in the same way that that Batman Adam West show is very fun, despite being just like completely bug fucking nonsense. And I think that there's something to say that about Star Trek as well. Well, so to that point, I like original series a lot more than the Chris Pine films. Hmm. Okay. That are based on original series. Yes. Which are, you know, more or less just like generic action movies, but what in space? Well, I mean, the first one felt close to actually being like Star Trek. 
It's true. And look, I'm saying this as someone that really liked uh, the... Beyond? No. No, I I did like Beyond, but I I mean uh, Into Darkness. Into Darkness was okay. I'm a con mark, so whatever. Like, uh, I... When he... When fucking Benedict Cumberbatch says that he's con, I was just like, yeah! Let's do this! Was that a surprise that he was con? They try to hide it before the movie came out. Everybody was, knew. I Everybody, thought it was. I, I swore that it was in the trailer. It was not in the trailer. Like it was, but it was so fucking heavily implied that everybody was like, "So this is Khan, right?" And they're like, "No, no, it's not Khan. Of course he's not Khan. He's a, he's a completely new and different character. And he's fucking Khan. He's fucking Khan. Of course he's Khan." So made him good. Is this a con? You know, you don't have Ricardo Montalban, but you know what? It's it's fine. Was Into Darkness, is that... It's been a while since I've seen Wrath of Khan. I don't remember. How close is that film to Wrath of Khan? Not at all. Hmm. Like, the only way that it is, like, remotely close is... It has Khan in it? it? It has Khan in it, and the... The scene where Kirk dies is it's a reverse of the of Spock's death in the Wrath of Khan. Mm. It is instead of Spock sacrificing his life to save the the crew and everything, uh it is Kirk uh sacrificing his life to save the crew. Man, and then of course and then of course Spock did the con yell, which different cons uh, you know, context because Kirk does the con yell after finding out that Khan murdered his son. Man, they should have just made Beyond the Search for Kirk. Wrath of Khan is a good fucking movie, man. Yeah, it is. But we're not here to talk about Wrath of Khan. But we are here to talk about the original series. And the context that, again, I think <coughs> it's important to look at is for as much as they go for the drama. For as much as they go for the going, it is essentially in a lot of ways uh, morality plays. You also have to look at it in the context of it being a product of this weird '60s, mid '60s, like techno futurism idealism of the the crazy concept of look at this weird future where we're basically doing like the Oregon Trail except instead of like pioneering the country we are pioneering space and seeing all these new creatures and all these things and like learning about them and and what what's out there and whoa we got a crew that's got a woman of color and a Russian man what we, we figured really out res- communism I really respect the fact that original series did like the first interracial kiss on American television—you really shouldn't, though. It's kind of a rape. I know it happened in a bad context, but I respect that it happened. Exactly. It, that's kind of the the best way to look at it. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's cool. It's really cool that they did that, but ooh, it's because Kirk and. Or we're forced to kiss by an alien, and it's not like they were really into it. Uh, I mean, Jesus, Kirk, Kirk, is... Kirk is pretty handsy. 
Which, it's Kirk. What do you expect? That's what, yeah. Literally, he just like goes to his feral state. Yeah. And again, I think that you know it helps to if you are looking for a a serious sci-fi show that will like have serious issues in it. Yeah, like definitely this fucking show flirts with that. Like like the original series definitely has its moments. Like there are some really great like dramatic episodes of like the ultimate computer or um oh god, uh I don't know why I'm blanking on it. The 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 one where Kirk is put on trial. Uh I know for, which one like, you mean. Yeah. Or um I don't know. Like Dagger of the Mind. But like this is a show that also has goofy shit like Shore Leave, an episode where they explore a planet and they see a bunch of weird shit. At one point, Sulu gets attacked by a samurai and he finds Kirk and he goes to him and says, Captain, I was attacked by a Japanese samurai warrior. Or let's even talk about the, the time where Sulu fucking fences because they all go insane. I really like, all, I actually, I love all the episodes of the original series where they visit a planet that happens to be exactly like Earth at a specific point in time. Oh, yeah, the episode where they go back and they fight Nazis? That was a great episode! It's a great fucking episode! The one where they go back to the gangster times? Yeah. Great fucking episode! The, the one that uh, Harlan Ellison wrote, City on the Edge of Forever, is basically that. And that's one of the best episodes of the series. And, but I think personally... I love them. I think uh, Next Generation goes even further into that with the holodeck stuff. And I will say that, you know, honestly, I've never really been, like, super into the holodeck episodes. They're never really my favorite. But I I do think that, like, yeah. Like, the problem, I think, the thing you have to look at it is that... The one where Data is Sherlock Holmes is, like, a great Star Trek episode. (laughs) It's pretty good. But here's the thing that I, I think you need to understand here, and I, I think that this will inform a lot of the context for which I feel that you will view the Star, have to view the Star Trek franchise to understand here. The original series is very much, again, a product of that very 60s, like, idealism, like, we can do anything, we can go anywhere, like, we're going to figure everything out and, like, find this weird utopia image um and that is something that i feel like there's a little bit in the beginning of in the next generation but i think you'll probably agree with me here like those first couple seasons of the next generation kind of weird and not very good a lot of the time it's really like season three where things start to really pick up yeah um but there's still, I, I mean, right from episode one, Next Generation has my favorite Star Trek villain. Yeah, Q, definitely. No, the, yes. pilot is, the pilot is unassailable. The pilot is fantastic. I also feel like maybe the pilot is, like, the only episode in season one you really need to watch. I'll agree with that. Uh, Yeah. There's a couple oh. episodes in season two that are definitely worth watching. I mean, that's the one where they have the, the trial to determine whether Data is sentient. Yeah, we had to study that in school. That's a great episode. But so, I think part of it, again, is those early seasons 
very much still had Gene Roddenberry's influence. And then, uh, as they got into, like, season two, the end of season two, like, early into season three, that's when he really started to let go. That's when you got, like, Ronald Dean Moore rising up through the ranks. Um, by the way, just as a aside here, have you ever seen the, the Battlestar Galactica uh, reboot? No. You should probably watch that. That's, again, that's Ronald D. Moore, who uh, ended up running Deep Space Nine. Which, uh, which Battlestar Galactic? Didn't they do, like, two reboots of that? They did a couple. The, the, the one that stars Edward J. Almos. The one that people like, right? Yes. All right. Yeah, the, the one starring Edward J. Almos that ran for, like, four or five seasons. Yeah, it yeah. was done by one of the most prolific writers on The Next Generation and who ran, uh, who was a showrunner on Deep Space Nine for a very long time. I will say this. My favorite episode of the original series is the Deep Space Nine episode. Yeah, okay. Where they go back in time to... and do and just insert them into the Tribbles episode. It's pretty good. Deep Space Nine was a good... Deep Space Nine was a cool show that I know everyone, pretty much everyone I know hates Deep Space Nine. No, no, that is not true. Like, I don't think that is true at all. I think that there are definitely people that feel like this is not what I come to Star Trek for. And I can understand that because, you know, Star Trek is definitely a show about, like, us going to going out and seeing what's out there. Whereas Deep Space Nine is everyone coming to us and just like it kind of being like a weird Thing just like, hey, let's figure out what's going on in this weird, shady, you know, border town. As, as my as my father as my father very memorably once yelled, they don't trek in Deep Space Nine. They don't, and I think that there are definitely a lot of people for whom that is not what they want in the show. But I think that generally, even those people like. I think that generally those people understand that Deep Space Nine is a very well-written and well-done show, and that, like, it's got fucking excellent elements to it. Like, say what you will about, like, what you want out of Star Trek, and if it, you know, the fact that they're not trekking is gonna be a deal-breaker for you, Benjamin Sisko is a fucking cool captain. Don't fuck with Benjamin Sisko, because he will fucking end you. Yeah. I also really like Quark. Oh, Quark's fucking great. Yeah. Odo's fucking great. Um, They're you know, all great. Like, Next Generation is my favorite Star Trek, but there's definitely some stuff about Next Generation that is hard to watch. Uh, so, I think... Such as what? I don't like Worf. Really? Yeah. You know, so, every other Klingon we've seen in Star Trek is, like, fun. They enjoy things. Not Worf. Not Worf. Worf is not allowed to have fun. Worf has the internal conflict of being a Klingon raised by human parents and kind of fighting against his urges and, like, trying to embody what Klingon being Klingon means to him. Yeah, but also... He's a but, stoic and tortured soul, you see. Pardon? He's a stoic and tortured soul, you see. Sure, but like... I remember, he had that fucking girlfriend who he whoopsie had a kid with, and she got fucking killed in the same episode. Yeah, but also, like, every other Klingon in the show is, like, fun. 
and enjoyable to watch. Uh, uh, like Wesley Wesley, Wesley Crusher sucks. Yeah. yeah, Crusher ain't great. Diana Troy is useless. Oh, Troy is fucking terrible. I sense she does nothing. Anger. Thanks, Diana. Yeah, thanks, Troy. That's really fucking helpful. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, look, Jordy LaForge and Data are what make like they're maybe the two best things about. About uh, Next Generation. And look, say what you will about any of those things. It's hard to fucking, like, be so pissed off when you get motherfucking Darmok or fucking Starship Mine. Or fucking the best captain in Star Trek. Picard is great. Like, just full stop. Picard rules. Picard's cool. It, it, it's taken me a while to be able to say that, and... You know, look, Kirk is always going to be my captain. It's never going to change anything. But, yeah, no, Picard Picard's pretty fucking awesome, too. Like, He's pretty fucking great. Picard is actually a captain I would let lead me. That sounded way dirtier than I intended it to. It sure did. How are you going to let him lead you? Tell me in slow... <laughs> Very sexy detail. First, I would ask him, how would you like your evening? And he would just say, like my tea, hot. It's not how the line... It, uh, Whatever, this is my sexy fanfic. It's not... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he wants it hot. I don't feel good about this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to defile my Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I think... I think we've gotten to the heart of the issue here. Oh, and I think my work here is done. I think we've defiled Patrick Stewart enough <laughs> for one night. I'm sorry, Patrick Stewart. Do, 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 you, want to ta- do you want to tag me in? The floor is yours, sir. Alright. Well... Oscar, how, uh, also also Riker's cool. Uh, well, yeah, that goes without saying. Yeah, eh, Riker's all right. I I almost considered if I had the money, I would have paid for that uh, reading Rainbow Kickstarter as well for the one where you get to wear the Jordy LaForge visor. You, you should have done that. You fucked up. I didn't have the money, but I'm like, man, I want to hang out with Levar Burton and wear the visor. <laughs> I will leave you all. With one of my favorite lines from the original series. <clears throat> it is from the episode where they go to the planet that makes everybody happy with the toxins and nobody wants to leave it. This is a line that Spock says to Kirk when Kirk is trying to find Dr. McCoy. The doctor is off making something called a mint julep. It's a drink, Jim. There you go. There you go. Oscar, how was therapy? Did you learn anything? It's a drink, Jim. Uh, This might actually be the first episode of The Takes Bakery where I think my opinion may potentially be able to be changed. 
See, this is why I called in an expert. I, w I want John here every week. No. That is not happening. If I, if I increase my Patreon pledge, can I have a better host? Wow. <laughs> Alright, fine. You know what? I'm, I'm out of here. That's it. My last episode, I'm done. I'm not on this podcast anymore. Bye, so, Owen. Yep, so uh, you can find this podcast... And all the other Zonecasts at Zonecast.com. You can follow Oscar on Twitter at Osaga the Great. You can follow me at Ozone. You can follow John at IamJohnGM. He's your new host now, because I'm leaving. I'm this is my last episode. So, Please don't leave, Owen. Nope. Nope, I'm done. <laughs> we'll be back in two weeks. John's the, John's the new host. He's the captain now. I did it! <laughs> Bye, Oscar. I'm, I'm out. Bye, everybody. I'll, I'll see you on the other podcast. Bye. Wait, what have I just gotten myself into? John, do you like do you like hot wrestling takes? Yes. Because I've got some for you. What? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.